So literally my dog somehow got into a full jar of ranch dressing. One of the kids must have left it out. I come around the corner in the kitchen and she is just snout deep in this container of ranch. Okay, because I make my own ranch with the packets. You want to talk about it? I don't use the bottle stuff. I make my own ranch. I was going to ask why you have a jar. It's a mason jar dressing. full of ranch dressing. I make my own with the packets. <clears throat> Homemade ranch just, is the best. Yeah, it's, it's, it tastes better. So the dog is snout deep in this, okay? Just destroying it. Just, dad just feed me stuff like this. Nom, 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 nom. So I lose it. I'm like, no, no. Like, losing my mind, Rich, right? Losing my mind. About an hour goes by, hour 10, maybe hour 20. I'm sitting on the couch with my feet up on the coffee table, like the, you know, idiot I am, because, you know, why put your feet up on the coffee table? And my dog decides to go over to the living room wall, gives me this look like, you're going to fucking hate me right now, and has explosive diarrhea on the living room wall. When I say, bro, tail all the way up, like someone was pulling it back over her back, and shotguns, shotguns, Ranch diarrhea on the wall, <laughs> bro. I cried so much. I cried as if both my fam parents and any other family member that I love was thrown out of a plane without parachutes in front of me. I was dying inside. Then I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you, everyone that's listening. I'm telling you right now, the most god awful smell. I don't know, like I just said to Cody, I don't know what enzymes are in a dog's stomach to create this satanic scent. I lost, uh, just, like, losing my, it was so bad. But I felt bad because everyone knows my dog's name is Whiskey. And I'm looking at Whiskey, and she's just, like, giving me this look like, I'm so sorry. Like, please don't beat me. Like, please just don't hurt me. Yeah. I like and I'm just like I felt bad, but at the same time I'm like, uh, you're gonna learn to walk without your front two legs because I'm gonna snap them off. <laughs> like it's like Damn. it was horrible. That's, that's horrible. horrible. That's horrible. disgusting. Horrible. Oh, gross. Horrible. So welcome back everyone. We are now on season four of the unprofessional veterans. Whoa! <laughs> season four of the unprofessional veterans. It is a pleasure to be back. We took a longer than normal hiatus, and we figured Memorial Day was a great way to start this back. So, I, mean, I did not, I did not realize. I found something out today. Um, did you know in the year two thousand that it was a federal law passed that it it is a requirement for all Americans at three p.m. on Memorial Day to give a minute of silence for all the fallen veterans. I found we that out doing, today. We were doing things right in 2000. <clears throat> I found that out today, and I was like, you know what? I did not know that, and that is something now. I found it out, unfortunately, after 3 p.m., but now well, I'm yeah. going to incorporate that into every Memorial Day from now on as a moment of silence <coughs> at 3 p.m. It, it literally specifically reads, it is a requirement 
for all Americans at 3 p.m. Because, you know, we're in, what, three, four, five, six different time zones or whatever, going from the East Coast all the way out to Hawaii. Yes. So at 3 p.m., that you give a moment of silence for all the fallen men and women that have served this country. And I found that pretty awesome. I thought that was a very awesome fact. That was very awesome. All right. So a few things here. Um, first off, that's awesome. I didn't know that. And uh, I was still in high school in 2000. Um, I hate you so much right now. Uh, Cody, is your husband just walking in circles? Because kind of, I don't know what he's doing. Uh, he, it's like a, we, we, we currently have thunder and lightning, so he just went outside to the front porch to go sit and listen to the rain and watch accidents in the, the major intersection in front of my house. You know what You know what your husband reminds me of when I was thinking about this, the, <laughs> as I was seeing him in the green room? <laughs> he reminds me I'm, of someone that tried out for a boy band but just didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> you guys can't see what we're seeing. I mean, obviously, because you guys are everyone's listening, but he does. He looks like he tried out for like a boy band, but just didn't didn't make the cut. <laughs> Billy said you look like someone who tried out for a boy band but didn't make the cut. <laughs> he just said wow and walked off. <laughs> oh. Um I am in uh if you can't tell by the poor audio quality compared to my other episodes. I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. And uh, y'all, it's this is <laughs> Rich, we've had conversations awful. this week. Please, please fill us in on your wonderful trip. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, let me explain something. First off, I love everyone involved with all my heart. I do. It's family. If you've paid any attention to this show, you know how I feel about family. Um, my mom, who's going to be the first episode of the Mama Symposium, which we're going to drop next week, uh, she, she's the she's the anchor point of this whole story. She's here in this hotel. She's currently in the shower. I'm hoping she stays there until I finish. We just lost Billy. It's never good when we lose Billy. Um, Billy, come back! Okay, <clears throat> so you there? Okay, so so you need to know this. Like all the way this all started is my brother, unbeknownst to me, because he's living in Oklahoma or is he is in Oklahoma, and uh, I don't really talk to him very much. <clears throat> he decides it's time for his family to move back to Georgia. I don't know this is going on. So then one day I'm hanging out with my mom. And I don't even know what we're doing. And she's like, hey, uh, you're going to go to Oklahoma with me to help get your brother and his family back. And I was like, what? What? Like, okay, sure. So then I call my brother to make sure he's actually moving back and that we're not doing some kind of, like, intervention. And so he's he's like, yeah, if you don't mind. I'm like, sure. Intervention. So then it's – so, yeah. So then it's like, okay, well, it's me, my mom, and her boyfriend are going to go. So it was like, let's book a car. We'll drive out there. Then it was like, well, let's book a flight. And her boyfriend's never flown before. And then it was it, prices to fly out here were skyrocket high. The 
car rental was going to be skyrocket high. So we're just kind of watching it. So anyway, so I finally just, I got tired of dealing with it. Turned over to my mom. Like, mom, you just booked the flight or whatever. Just let me know. And so, um, yeah. So the whole thing was I've become good friends with a lot of the seniors of our at our local high school because of my, A, my position at the church, but B, with substituting. And so um, their graduation was this past Friday night. And I really wanted to be at graduation. But at the time when we were going to get a car, we – we need to go ahead and get out here, which that was not true. Anyways, we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, so this whole time we're preparing to come out here, I kept telling my mom and telling my brother, look, I'm not coming out there to pack you up. I'll come up there and load a truck and to drive a truck home, but I'm not coming out there to pack you up. I'm not not doing it. Like you, you've had ample time to pack yourself up. Yeah. Foreshadowing. So <laughs> um we so mom finally books a flight we fly out on saturday morning which is fine that's perfect that means i get to go to graduation so i go to graduation i don't get to walk out on the field and talk to everybody afterwards they throw their caps and we literally walk out of the stadium and head south excuse me to meet my mom and so uh meet my mom um and uh Get in the car with my mom. Now, what I'm expecting to happen is is that we're going to go to my mom's cousin's house, which she's been living, and that's where we're spending the night. And it's not far from my aunt's house. My aunt is driving us to the airport in the morning. So we get in the car, and we're in the car, and we're driving down the road. And my mom's like, "Hey, listen, we live in like a, you know, we live in this place, and it's you know, it's it's not, it's pretty small, blah blah blah." And uh, we live with his mom. And I'm like, whose mom? And she was like, Mike, my boyfriend. I was like, you're you're living with your boyfriend? And she was like, yeah. I had no idea. So we get there. Wow. We get there, y'all. It was like a trailer from the 80s. Like the, the pictures, the carpet, I just was like. So what and so my mom's like well it looks like his mom who's like in her 90s is still awake so you know just chat with her when we get inside now i'm like it's it's almost midnight i i don't want to chat with anybody i i gotta be up (laughs) i gotta be up now see here's what people don't know that listen to the show i'm really a quiet dude uh I, i i don't i don't talk a lot um, not with y'all. It's different with y'all. You'll need to stop. Okay. The, the very, but <clears throat> very confusing what you're saying. Part, Your brain stopped. For the most part, I'm a pretty quiet dude. Kind of keep to myself. Especially at like 1130 at night. I, I don't want to talk to anybody. I want to go to bed. I want to go sleep. I got to be up and ready at 530 in the morning. Well, we get in this house. Nobody. <laughs> Oh my god. I tried to turn it off. I'm so sorry. I know you did. <laughs> oh, that scared me. I wish you guys could see what we see. Cody just had a fucking stroke. You okay? I, I peed myself a little bit. I was going to say, you need to go. Yeah. No, we're good. Uh, we're good. So then, um, so I finally, my mom goes to bed. Nobody's awake in this house. So I don't have to talk to anybody. The, the sense of relief that came over my body. 
<laughs> when I didn't have to talk to anybody, especially someone I've never met at 11.30 p.m. <laughs> In the wee hours of the evening. No, but like I didn't even know we were going to this woman's house. Like that's the thing about it. My mom waited till we were in a car. There was no turning back. Oh hell no, no. no. That's I when would, I found. I would be like, you can get your own fucking car and go do your own conversation. So then she's like, "Well, Mike's not going now." I'm like, "We just, we just decided we're not going." Anyways, that's a whole other story. I'm not going to share all that. That's a uh, personal stuff for him anyways so i can't sleep worth a crap because there's like this light pole right outside the window that's at the foot of the couch where i'm sleeping oh my god i could not sleep so finally at like five o'clock i sit up like i'm some kind of like psychopath murderer you know what i mean where you just you're you sit up like the undertaker like, yeah and like you just you like you like sit up and you put your hands on your knees you're just sitting at a i'm still in the shorts and and shirt i just went ahead and put on the shorts i was gonna fly in so i'm just i'm just sitting there i'm like i guess i'll get up now so <clears throat> i um i get up and uh i get dressed or whatever and um my mom comes up you know she's throwing suitcases around and she's like okay and then i hear my aunt pull up now my aunt is um my aunt is always like the cool aunt this is the aunt that um uh or aunt for you yankees um that uh got us kicked out of almost got us kicked out of a funeral home um at a at a funeral so uh wow that's a story that i need to hear oh yeah so I walk out the door because I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to go ahead and put my stuff in her car or whatever. And, um, you know, I haven't seen my aunt in a couple months. And it's, it's like, it's like 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning. And the, and the, and now what I, what I expected to happen was for me to walk out the door and my aunt, who was, who I saw standing outside her car for me to say, her to say, hey, hey. Um, that would have been cool. Um, Hello. Hi would have worked. Uh, hadn't seen you in a while. Good to see you. Good morning. Good morning would have really worked. Um, some kind of like greeting, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was something to that effect. It would have been like, you know, that's, that's not what I got guys. Pleasantries needed to be exchanged at this time. What I got was, Hey, come get this liquor out of my, out of my car. And she goes, yeah, I'm driving around with an open container of tequila. Come get it. I'm like, what are we doing? What? Y'all, she what? had enough liquor. She had enough liquor in her car to, like, we would all three just be sloshed. Uh, it, 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 it was a lot. And um, it was high-dollar stuff because her husband makes great money. And... um. <clears throat> So now, mind you, it's it's six o'clock in the morning. We're we're gonna drive like an hour and some change to the airport. Now, I have come to realize that everything that I assumed was gonna happen at any given moment of this trip has been incorrect. And I mean anything. And here's what I mean. 
I planned on taking a nap from the house to the airport. As you should. That didn't happen because my aunt talked loudly nonstop from the point where we got in the car to the point where we literally got out of the car and we're telling her goodbye. She she talked nonstop. Is this normal? I don't even know what normal is anymore. Um, <laughs> Shut up. You're stupid for that. So we go we go in the airport, we go get through TSA, we anyways, we take off. And my mom is like is like videoing the takeoff. <clears throat> she's videoing everything. And so I'm like, what are you doing? Well, she's doing all this for her boyfriend. Because he's never oh 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 you muted. Very good. <laughs> He's never he's never flown. So anyway, so we we're doing the flight thing. We land and we get to Dallas and uh <laughs> guys <laughs> there's a <laughs> this is so dumb. There's a carousel for your luggage to come out, you know? And yeah. uh it has our flight number above it and everybody's standing our whole flight is standing around this carousel <laughs> and it's wow. not moving it's not moving at all it's just sitting there like not spinning and all of a sudden a carousel behind them unlike behind us turns on you know the rah, 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 and then it yeah 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 it makes the noises yeah <laughs> without it without us even like checking to make sure that's our flight Everyone just scurries over there. Do, 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 like little ants. Do, 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 do. I was like, what are we doing? Are we sure like that's our flock flight? of sheep? Yes. Yes. That's exactly what it was like. Exactly. Yep. Uh so then we uh so I see our I see one of our suitcases that come out of the sheep. I'm like, okay, that's ours. So we go over there. So we jump in the car, my brother. Now um my brother, uh my mom at this time, my mom's Got a bunch of crap going on, so she's stressing. Uh, my brother, who doesn't do, deal with stress at all, uh, I, I can't even say how he does, doesn't deal with it well. He just doesn't deal with it. Um, he's in airport parking, uh, well, pickup, which if you've ever been to an airport, you know that's stressful. Uh, yeah. and, and, uh, and then we can't find our luggage because, you know, the carousel's not working. So we get the carousel going. We get outside, and um, we get in the car. We're headed up the road. We have a two-and-a-half-hour drive. Um, my brother decides he needs to pull over for gas. Well, I, I, I'm trying to – again, I'm trying to take a nap, right? I'm, I'm like, I'm going to take a nap. My brother um, apparently drives everything he drives. Everything – anytime he's behind the steering wheel, he drives like he's stealing it. Uh, so I couldn't go to sleep. Kept slinging my head around, blah, blah, blah. So we get up to their house, and remember how I told you at the beginning of this whole story that I was not going to help them pack? You did, didn't you? They weren't packed. Okay, so explain to me when you're, you're ready to move a home, 
and you have whether it be family coming movers whatever or just let's just say you have a date that you need to leave the home to move from the location that you're at <laughs> to the next location and you're telling me they had nothing um like, less than 25 percent. oh hell no 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 and from from where you're at to where he's at is not a short distance uh 15 hours drive 15 hour drive. Yeah, see I would have been No, I mean granted we flew, so it was only two. Well, I mean the drive up here is 4 hours whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So we got we got a bunch of crap loaded today. It was just So I'm in Norman. We're we're in a hotel with a shower head that's hung up by some duct tape and yeah i just went to waffle house best waffle just, house waitress i've ever had what that's the thing there's a good waffle house waitress yes very good waffle house waitress that's that's so. a first that's a first you know what it's I, funny you say that because i don't know why the kids wanted to go to denny's a couple of weekends weeks ago When's the last time you were in a Denny's? The last time I was in a Denny's? Uh, High school? I have, <clears throat> no, I was in the Navy. I just have a story about it that we can't tell on air. Fair enough. So I said the same thing about a waitress at Denny's. She was like the best waitress I ever fucking had. Like ever. Like I gave her, the tip I gave her was almost as much as the bill. I bet you gave her the tip. Yeah, just the tip. It's always just the tip. <laughs> Like Cody, the one reaction we get out of Cody, it's, it's welcome Cody, to was, the show, Cody. Yeah, Cody, what was that word you used with me before? Which word the, about my dog's guts being all jacked up and having the explosive shotgun diarrhea on my wall? What was the word? Uh, so I was wrong, I was wrong. Um, no, I don't care about that, that's not what I'm asking. What was the word though? Um, an adipocyte, yeah, see, that just. Nope. That's a made-up word. <laughs> no, adipocytes. Ad, adipocyte. Yeah, an adipocyte. It's their 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 cells that that make up like um, adipose tissue. Okay, so to me, that I was thinking. Like, I was thinking. I was like, "Ooh, it sounds like your dog has a shit ton of lipase in their system." Stop this! Stop this immediately! Stop this! You educated son of a gun. Okay, listen. I know. We're so, gonna have to kick you off the show. So I for know. everyone, for everyone, a little catch up here. Okay, Cody. Oh yeah, welcome to the show. Yeah, first off, Cody, thanks for joining us. We appreciate you being here. Um, Thank you. Thank you. We know your brain is melting out of your ears because you're in nursing school. Fuck yeah. me. I hate it. Every second yeah. of it. No, we're proud of you. We're very proud of you. I know. We know it's, we know it's uh, traumatizing. <laughs> we have a girl in my AMT <clears throat> class, and she is failing beautifully because we use this application called canvas and so it tells us um like obviously the high for an exam is like 100 and then it tells us what the average was in comparison to ours and it also gives you the low of the class for that exam and hers are like 42 33.3 56 and i just sit there and go 
I want to help you so bad, but, but I there's have a no really help. Hard... Well, the thing is, is so she, I, I I feel for it because she is a recently separated from the Navy veteran that's trying to find her way in life. And I, um, I've been there. I tried to go to school right after I got out of the Navy and it didn't work out the first time because I wasn't ready. Uh, that transition to civilianization just wasn't complete. And she's having a hard time. She's like struggling. And I said, honey, you should have taken a year to re-civilian before you came to school, especially yeah, that's like not that. <clears throat> That's not an easy transition. It's not. And then to like mix in nursing school, like I don't know, like I, I can't imagine doing that. That's that's too much. But you don't yeah. know it's too much. I mean the, the Navy doesn't tell you that it's too much. Uh chew. Um, you know what I mean? Like they don't they don't they're like, Oh, just get out and get a job in the field you were doing when you were in the Navy. I'm like, no, that, that's not how this works. Like, that's not, I, I don't know what world that that worked in. I'm assuming that worked at some point, but. It probably worked like after World War II for a little bit. I mean, maybe. So sure, actually, hey. spe speaking of World War II real quick, um, our friends over um, at the, uh, the band internal bleeding my good friend chris pervelis who is the front yes. man and one of the co-founders he wore they did a thing called it was something i want to say it was in maryland they had a big concert in maryland like cannibal corpse was there and like just crazy bands anyway <clears throat> he wore a shirt cut off sleeve shirt this i fucking love this guy he was in shorts cut off shirt and all on the front it said ww2 <laughs> That's all That's it said. Fantastic. Fucking great because it's Memorial Day. So and he was in black shirt, WW2, and like white or gray letters, black shorts, black socks, and crocs. This motherfucker shredding live in the middle of a street a square in Maryland, shredding on the guitar with this <laughs> World War II shirt, shorts. And Crocs and socks, baby. There's the only fucking way to do it, Chris. I love he, you. I know you're gonna hear like, this. Yes, I, I, I love it. I love metal world right now. Like, yes. You know, for a long time, we'll, we'll go back to this whole your failure of a classmate. Um, you know, the metal world. She's not a failure. I feel bad saying that. She's she's, she's finding her way. Lot. She's finding she's her finding way. way. We'll get back to Dorothy here in okay. just a minute. Um. <clears throat> Metal right now is so great. I, I don't care who you are. Like rock and roll and metal is at an all-time high. And here's why. Because the the I don't care approach to the musicians has reached an all-time great level. I mean that what people don't understand, Chris is the godfather of slam metal. And he just yep. goes out there and crocs, crocs and socks. Yeah, no, crocs it's funny because his internal bleeding at some <clears throat> point, and it's something I'm proud to say and call him a good friend. He's a very good friend, and uh, proud to say that he is their their band. Internal bleeding did found the genre of of slam metal, and it's pretty. He's very humble, and we've spoke with him before, um, mm -hmm. and we've interviewed him before, not on here on other podcast and he's very very humble 
I mean, it, it's funny. It, it's funny because he's um, he's a web designer. Yeah. <laughs> so so it's it's very it's very it's very misleading, which I think is is hilarious that when you you look at these metal bands, um, because of the way they dress, the music that they make, their mm-hmm. shows that they put on are very dark, crazy. I mean, just fucking the his band name, Internal Bleeding. Like it's just. Yep, crazy. But they get they're super intelligent human beings. Like most of them are, have very high level degrees. Yeah, they're in a very they're very high level positions in their life, and it's it's pretty awesome. He's just a good guy. He's a good guy. Just a really good human being. Sorry to get off track. Sorry to get off track. Except for the lead singer of the band that I managed, who was a dildo salesman. All right, so no. Question, Rich. Did you see that our favorite doctor who we had on here last season is engaged now? I did see that. Dr. Rachel Fenners. Yes, congratulations. I did see that. Good for her. Congratulations. I did see. um, I'm very proud of her. She uh, kept that under wraps for quite a while, so it was impressive. Um, I will say, if you're going to lock up Dr. Rachel Fenters, you might want to get something a little bit bigger. But that's just me. That's just me. I'm just saying. Might want to upgrade that thing once it's time to get married. So, um. Fucking <clears throat> <laughs> Richard, idiot. Y'all, you're funny. She's, she's phenomenal. She de- deserves the greatest. Great so, human being. Um, Great human being. Season right, two? So let's talk about, it was season two, right? Season, no, it was three. Yeah. Uh, you sure? No, I think it was two because it was around Christmas time, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't know. See, it's two Just or three. Go you can go back and yeah, you can go back and look at. Just go back and listen to all, all of them. You'll learn that hey, we've we got really good at this podcast thing, and then we didn't, and then um, and uh, we didn't have a clue what we were doing before Cody got here. So um, Definitely can hear a transition in the show when Cody gets here in the middle of season two. Beginning of season two. Oh, wait. Beginning of season two. Yeah. So so let's talk about Dorothy. Here's the thing. I don't think you should go help Dorothy with her her nursing school. We we actually call her Dee. Why? (laughs) Uh, Because I, 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 I called her, like, her name starts with a D, and I called her Danielle. And she's like, that's not my name. It's this, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, your name's Dee Dee. Sounds great. Well, her new name is Dorothy because she is trying to find her way. Um, yeah, so Dee Dee, I think you need to have a sit down with Dee Dee and just have a like, it, it's okay to like take some time off and find yourself. Because she well, might get into this whole nursing thing. It doesn't sound like she is, but she might get into this nursing thing. Well, and I think Dee Dee also has the pressure of trying to like find something now and get into something quickly because it is an accelerated program. So it's a bachelor's in 30 months. So yeah, it's, nursing, it's so I have a few friends that have gone into the nursing field, men and women, and it's just to watch what they post on social media. It's usually the same type of posts it's very from my understanding and from talking to you cody it's it's like very all intense this, all of this i have to have and all of this information in my brain for the there, there's like 14 textbooks there yeah all of that 
has to go in here for a test. Now, I got a question because the, the medical field, for those that are in it, I have a, a ton of respect for, no matter what you're doing, because it, it's just whether you're a paramedic, any type of field dealing with the medical it, medical field, okay? That is a ton of information. Mm-hmm. Now, the way I relate stuff like that is when you know when I went through my first few years, I was a gas turbine electrician. I was a GSE, and you have to go through almost. It felt like a year of school. It was probably seven months. Seven months of school, but you get like two years of college crammed into seven months. And then what sucks is when you get out to the fleet, you data dump ninety five percent of it. Then you relearn it over time when you start putting hands on equipment and stuff like that. And then the same thing with the master arms school. It's very short time. And for that, as I mentioned, it's your learning state for whatever base you're at, state, federal, federal and military law. And then you data dump most of it. So with nursing school, I feel that you can't do that. I feel like you have to retain it and you have to remember like you have to remember it. Like all of this is for med surge, for medical surgical. Yeah. No, I mean I understand that. So it's what like Cody's doing is she's holding up her textbooks right now showing us for the people that can't obviously for everyone's listening. Oh, these aren't even textbooks. These are my NCLEX prep books. What does that mean? So the NCLEX is like our big make or break test. It's your uh, national licensing test. <laughs> um You've used a lot of really big words in this episode, and I'm not currently a fan. It's too many. It hurts my head. I'm still stuck on the first one. I can't even pronounce it. You said it like 10 times. Platypus. 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 Platypus and giraffe. Not wrong. Apparatus? It's like, see, if I went into the medical field, if I went into the medical field, someone came in, they're like, so what do you think's wrong with me? I was like, your guts are busted up. I don't fucking know. Like you, you're mm-hmm. shitting on no. yourself. <clears throat> no, I've watched right. enough house. I've watched enough house. Bro, if don't someone even comes in and says, show. I don't feel good, you just immediately say you have sarcoidosis. <laughs> Dude, isn't that the that's I've watched every episode of House like a hundred times. I love one house. of my favorite shows of all time. And it's it is sarcoid sarcoid. My name's Billy, and words make me nervous. <laughs> like yes, sarcoid. I can't say sarcoid. Don't I can't pronounce fucking certain things anymore. It just always is. I don't know that there was ever an episode where it actually was sarcoidosis. You know what I mean? Like I feel like that should have been one of the first episodes, and then it made sense while they were constantly guessing it, but they didn't. You know what's funny is I watched an episode of um, what was it what's his name that British the British talk show Graham Graham uh, Norton Graham Norton thank you and I love Graham uh, Norton Hugh Laurie who plays Doctor House was on there and they asked him the question Do you remember the stuff from the show and he goes Nope <laughs> he said it so fast he was like Nope I don't remember anything <laughs> and he said that there were real doctors on there like mm-hmm. training them and go, like making sure that. You know, certain techniques they were doing for the show quality. Obviously, they weren't performing real procedures, but for the show quality were accurate to an extent. 
and obviously there's fiction involved and stuff. So there's things that they can, can't do, but he's like, no, I don't remember any of it. And I thought that was that comment. What being a, a fan of that show, I thought that comment was absolutely hilarious. I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Oh yeah, for sure. <clears throat> so let's talk about this. We are starting season four. First off, yeah. I can't believe we made it this far. Right. I know we say this on a regular basis. I know we say it every season. Beginning of every season, we say it. It's the first episode we pepper this in there. I can't but, believe we made it to season two. I can't believe we made it to season three. How do people keep listening to our show? I don't know. But they do, and we're grateful for it. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. It's, it's, this is going to be a fun season for sure. Yes. Yeah, there's, yeah, absolutely. And we we took, we took, sorry, I'm not trying to cut you off. We took a a longer, longer than normal break. We went months. I'd have to look at, look it up when the last, um, go ahead, finish your thought, Rich. I'm going to look this up. I want to see when the last one episode was. We appreciate everybody sticking with us. I was going to get to how long we've been away, but, um, March 20th. And that's a long time. That's a long time to take a break. But I think everybody just needs to know, like, we have been super busy uh, outside of this podcast. We needed a break. We went three seasons in a row, bam, 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 bam. So we needed a small break. Every show does this. Any show that doesn't do this, they're lying to you. They actually record multiple episodes in a single day. Anyways, don't get me started. Um. So we just took a little break. Cody's getting into nursing school. If you haven't paid any attention, um, her brain is melting. And uh, so that was tough. And then she had a bunch of other crap going on, uh, which we don't have to get into because it just angers me. Um, Billy had stuff going on. Billy still got stuff going on. Oh, yeah, I still got stuff going on, which, well, you know, that's an off-air thing, but... The funny thing is, talking about the length and the episodes and stuff going on in our life, the day of our last episode for season three was the first day of my new job. Right, that's right. So I've been adjusting. I've been adjusting to my new, my new position with my new company, which I absolutely love. Absolutely blessing to have the ability to work from home for a large organization, large company that is employee focused Mm. and we've had those conversations for other organizations that are not (laughs) you can find me on twitter and you will figure that out very fast you'll figure that out yes (laughs) yes so you want the company that i just had a conversation (laughs) with somebody the other day about this so that company that i used to work for um it used to be like you had to do a lot. Like you had to be an absolute pure piece garbage of employee. Work. Garbage employee. So, Let's just call it what yes. it is. Gar- you had to be a, a trash garbage employee. employee to get fired, to be let go. And you weren't fired. You were asked to leave. You were asked to, you know, you were let go. They just completed their second wave of layoffs. Second wave. I was the, I was the, Kind of my wave. There was like a whole big wave right after I got let go. They just completed their second wave. 
and they're being told to prepare for a third. So they are not employee friendly. Let's just call it what it is. They're not. They used to be. So the new organization I told you that um, because I left them as a provider Mm -hmm. and I'm with a new provider. And you know what happened today on Memorial Day? Because I just switched a few days ago. I got a call from them saying thank you for signing with them and that they are customer focused and if i ever need anything don't hesitate to reach out it was a real human being it was amazing blown blown away blown away i was just like uh thank you yes thank you that is yes that is customer service at its finest thank you yes so that's all been going on you've been getting to your job cody's been doing her thing with nursing school which she's still working on um and then i've been attempting to get a a teaching position uh and i have one i'm gonna be a parapro in the fall so, Yay! We've been busy. Very, very, very busy. Billy just revamped and restarted, and he like put the the shock paddles. What are those things called? The defib. The, uh, is that what it's called, Cody? The defibrillator. It's a. It's a. It's we we refer to it as an AED, an automatic electric defibrillator. Oh that thing <laughs> nerd nerd <laughs> i had to go play with an aed on saturday actually it was really nerd <laughs> love you he took a aed to his old show and that started back so that's cool uh we've just been really busy so i just yeah, want no, to tell everybody it's life. we appreciate yeah, you sticking cool. around but we're back it's season four it's gonna be great we're gonna have great guests. We have guests actually asking you to be on the show, so that's a plus. Right. Then everything would get there, um, yeah. and they're and, not and, like wanting us yeah. to help them promote anything. They just want to be on the show. No, and it's it's awesome when that happens, and it's awesome to hear the the fans. You know, you the listeners message us. When are you guys coming back? It's been long time gone, which is just two months, just a little over two months what nine weeks and usually we take six weeks so it's about four to six weeks so it's about three weeks longer than normal but again we've explained this it's life um every podcast you know you have podcasts out there where they'll spend a full week um multiple times a day back to back to back to back to back to back interviews and to me that loses flavor and content and there's other podcasts that don't, but that's not one that we are. We can do that. We have the capabilities, especially now with the huge upgrades in our software. Um, it's absolutely amazing for what we're able to do now and the things that we're able to bring to the table. But that loses quality in the content, in my opinion, because life changes hourly. 
And that's what we're trying to bring to the table in the sense that when we bring people on to interview or just stories when we don't have anyone to interview and we're just sitting here talking to each other and talking, you know, for you guys to listen to. And it just, to me, it loses flavor when you just, hey, we're going to release season four. We recorded all this this week and we're just going to go ahead and release these for the next 12 weeks. We'll talk to you guys in four months. What does that do? It does nothing. I mean... We may get to that point. <laughs> I mean, not, get, not to the extent for a whole season, maybe a couple episodes. If we get that That's big, fine. if we get that big, we're like, we got to go on tour. So, I'll, I'll I'll be the tour nurse. I'll take care of you guys. Oh I got my you. God, yo, you're gonna need IV bags all the time for me because if we ever went on tour, I promise you. I promise you, the first thing I'm looking up is like, oh, what's the local bourbon flavor? And then I'm just going to look at Cody and go, please help Banana me about bag. four hours. <laughs> yes, please help me about four hours. Be my doc. <laughs> like, just <laughs> make sure I don't die. I'm fat and old. And it just doesn't work out well anymore. My body just hates me. Like, I had. Could you imagine us going on tour? Like, just, we would, like, people, we would show up and people would, like, expect us to have, like, a whole team. And like three of us, maybe four of us, if we took Pam, like come bumbling out of like a Kia Sorento, you know? <laughs> Why you gotta do that, dude? You know I can't fit in a Kia Sorento. Like, what the shit, dude? Come on. Like, <laughs> fucking clown like, car I had to take from Cody's house yeah. that one day. It was just. No, it's okay. I, I convinced Tyler that I need a carnival. So um, we'll just take the carnival. It'll be okay. You need yeah, a what? Does he got boy band tryouts coming here soon? Maybe. Uh, I convinced him that we need a Kia Carnival. Those are nice. I know. Those have you seen them, Rich? It's like a mini. It's okay. So it's like the old school, not the expedition, the excursions. Like the old school mm -hmm. excursions. Like came in to like a minivan. Into like a room full of like, so it was like this big burly dude excursion came into a room full of female minivans. It was like, I'm making you all my bitches. We're upgrading this shit. And then had babies with all of them. I really appreciate your, your description and then, of that. Then what he did was he like peppered into like a little bit of like Cadillac love into that. And I'm telling you, bro, <laughs> just look it up. Look up a Kia Carnival. I can't believe that I'm repping a, like a freaking minivan right now, but it's like the a best weird... thing is Billy can fit in it. Yeah, it's Billy proof. Yeah, there's not many vehicles uh, I mean, that can do that. We fit in the other thing you drove. We, we drove our car. Remember? I put Billy in the front of my CX9. He was like, I, "I can't do this. I can't do this." Yeah, it was horrible. I was just like, "Can you please get to your house? Where uh, if you get in an accident, I'm dead. Like I am dead. The airbag is literally gonna blow my head off my shoulders. I'm gonna die." I like tried to put the seat back all the way, and she's like, "It's already all the way back," and I'm like. What? But it isn't no. No. So this no. Mazda is not so, Billy friendly. So did he like did he did his like did his little scooter gang did they like do a big drug sale or something? So now you've got money for a carnival or <laughs> and of course about well, drugs, I mean they sold lollipops because Well, I don't have any car payments. Like my car's paid off, so we're gonna look at trading in. Um we wanna do it before he deploys. But um we have a second Get uh, scoot, scoot, scoot in in the garage right now that um, he bought for 
like three grand and he's about to flip it. So there's money in that. Well, there is. There's there's money in flipping bikes. So he's gonna flip it. Um and then give me back my money. No, but the Kia Carnival is a nice, nice vehicle. Uh, su- such a weird transition until we're talking about a minivan. Like, are you kidding me right now? I'm not talking about a minivan. I'm talking about a Carnival. Look it up, dude. That's amazing. Oh, I'm on my phone. There, there, no, the thing is, is, there is a model of this vehicle that seats 11. It's insane. Bro. Like, it's two-tone leather. Full roof. Like, full, what do they call it? Moon, it's not a moon roof. It's a... Panoramic view. <laughs> you have the whole. It's like glass top. The whole thing's a glass Amazing. top. It's a mini. It's a minivan on steroids made by Kia, which is just the most is the most oxymoron thing I think I've ever said in my life. And they look so good too. And they're they're luxury. It's so weird, bro. Like heated and cooled seats, heated cup holders. <laughs> like so you can take the, the the second row seats out and then your 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 third row has um ottomans that kick out from from underneath the seat so you can be fully reclined back there yep like i said it's gonna be the tour our, our tour I wish you guys could see rich's face right now it's classic he's just so confused and lost right now it's just so awesome i want to get it in black so i can roll around in my bbc my big black car I hate that my brain went to another world when you said be anyway. I'm not gonna British Broadcasting Channel. Uh, <laughs> right, that's that's mine, about. that yeah, sure yeah. did. Anyway. Why did it go there? Goodness, it's a big black car, guys. Goodness gracious! Stop. Made right in Mexico. Now. <clears throat> Stop right now. So it's not nice. So we're gonna go on tour. That'll be fun. I don't know when, if ever, but we will. <laughs> It'd be a hot mess if we went on tour doing this. We should just go on a Speaking tour. Speaking of going on uh, tour, so the guys that do Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura, the do Two Bears, One Cave podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Burt Kreischer, if you've listened to his stand-up, he, he's the machine. And if you don't know what that is, just go <clears> look up Burt Kreischer on Netflix and watch The Machine, and you'll hear the whole show is pretty much the story of what happened in Russia. Anyway, <clears throat> you know, kudos to them because – you know, they put in insane amounts of work to perfect their craft and become what they are. And he's doing a dropping a movie called The Machine. And him and Tom Segura are like best friends. So I was telling you, Rich, about this the other day, how Tom Segura surprised him at the release, the opening release of the show. And um Bert Kreischer just started like ugly crying, like yeah, he. he but it reminded me of like if it was you and I, and you surprised me at something like that because Bert Kreischer's reaction would be the same reaction I would have to you. Mm-hmm. Like I would start cursing you out, just like, f you. Oh my god, f you. You're mm-hmm. an a-hole. It was. I'm just like, yeah, that would be that would be Rich and I. Like that would just be mm-hmm. me to Rich because like I wouldn't be able to control myself and I couldn't get the words out correctly, and it would be yeah. admiration and like thankfulness and, but like. I think it's funny in the it, when you're vets and you can like look at another vet and just go "fuck you" and you're just like, "Hey, bud, what's going on, man? I haven't seen you in a hey, while." Like, <laughs> did you watch awesome. Razzle Dazzle? I, oh, bro, bro, it's uh, 
I, I was crying. <laughs> I was crying with laughter. It was Did, such a good stand-up. The Foxtrot story? So, <laughs> dude, yeah, you were right. You were definitely 100% right. That's definitely... Yeah. I, I knew I was right. It was if 100%. you haven't watched, you need to go... Look, we're free promotion. I don't care. He he doesn't need it, but we'll give it to him. <coughs> Burt Kreischer just, re, re, just dropped a brand new stand-up on Netflix. It's called Razzle Dazzle. Go watch Razzle Dazzle about two-thirds of the way through. He tells about halfway to two-thirds of the way through. He tells a story about his daughter's school doing the Foxtrot and what he stands up and says to this teacher. You have to just go watch the whole thing. I literally was watching this and I went, oh, that's Billy. <laughs> so bad. That's Billy. And it's not that Billy thinks that way because obviously Bert doesn't, but like – Billy just wants to piss off anybody in that room. So <clears throat> that's what I thought of. You were the first person I thought of when it was that and, and the um the raffle. Oh yeah. Oh the raffle the yeah. raffle is something I would proudly do. Like oh, if I had the money if I had the money, if I had the money, I'd be like, bro, listen, okay. Is the raffle still going? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many tickets do you need to sell? Seven hundred. Mm. Okay. Well, how many have you sold? Uh, only forty. That's not acceptable. Let me buy the other six hundred sixty tickets, <laughs> and then he just rips off the first and the last one. He goes, "Any number in between these, I know I fucking won." <laughs> like it's just perfect. It's just so perfect. So that's and something like, I would definitely close. do. Just piss. He's I like, can see I'm you winning. being like, "Close the raffle now." Yeah, close it right now. Like you're done. Right close now. the raffle. Let everyone know it's closed, and then. I'm going to win all those prizes, and which is great because he did. And then the last yeah. one, he was like, that's Don't not my away. number. Don't give it away. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't yeah. give it away. Don't give it away. Brand new. Yeah. No spoilers. You got you to gotta watch this. Just watch Razzle Dazzle and watch the yeah. listen to the raffle. It's hilarious. The, the I was bartender. crying. He's the machine. <laughs> He's the machine. Oh, we almost yeah. went to go see uh, the machine last night. You need to go watch it. Have you heard him tell that story? Yes, I have. Okay. Okay. That's the funny yeah, no. Like I've seen a lot of people that have like gone to see it and not heard him tell that story. So they don't, I don't, I don't, I haven't watched the movie, so I don't know, but it seems like they don't get the full effect because they've never actually heard him tell the story. You have to hear him tell that story. Yeah. I've because heard him tell the story. Because you go watch the movie and you can't believe it's real. There's just no, I mean, just hearing it's this. It's so, even if it's not, okay, so I want to believe it is. But the story, and I'm I'm not, I, I don't have doubt that it is, because I don't think you could put out a story to this point without it being true. Because right. it's so, it's, but on the other end of it, say it's not, okay? I want to shake his hand. For one, coming up with the story to that level in explicit detail and then making it one of the most hilarious, believable things I've ever heard in my life. And it's one of those stories that I can hear over and over. Mm -hmm. And it's for some reason gets funnier and funnier and funnier because I start now picturing more and more of it in my own head. And now they're putting it on film. And I just ready for that next level of like, wow. 
Wow. But those guys, those guys are hilarious. If you haven't listened to Two Bears, One Cave, there's an episode. It's one of my absolute favorites. And I heard it before it went all over TikTok and was famous was the Kool-Aid episode. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about, Cody? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the Kool-Aid episode, if you haven't listened to that, just look up Two Bears, One Cave, Kool-Aid, and you will, you'll cry. In, it, out of laughter, you will laugh into tears. It is absolutely hilarious. I mean, besides the absurd amount of drinking that Bert Kreischer does, I, I for some reason can relate so much to this man. <laughs> like I feel like I've done so many. I'm like, man, I can hang with this dude. I, I haven't, I haven't honed my body to the level of partying this man can can deal with. I would die. I would die so fast so fast so absolutely fast it is crazy and it for and what i mean by that is look up bert kreischer passion for drinking or something to that effect mm-hmm. and you'll find where he tells a story about why he will never stop consuming alcohol because of the passion it is one of the most it's so fucked up to say this, so he messed is. up. It is one of the most passionate stories I've ever heard about anything. His, the way the picture that he paints in your mind when he talks about he when he just talks about like he goes, My favorite thing in the world is sharing a cocktail with my friends. He goes, Nothing beats waking up in the morning. And, you know, and having mimosas with your friends at brunch. Like, it's just the way he, I can't see, I can't even do it justice. I need to stop because it's just the way he goes into it. You're just like, I need to be friends with this person. He's an awesome human being. But any, the other end of that spectrum, he's a very good human being. Like, he's just mm-hmm. a great human being. He's a, he does, he's a huge disc golfer. Yes. Um, it, from what Tom Segura says, he's a, an amazing athlete. Yes for his age and for his body structure, which is where I can relate. But the other cool part of it is even though he makes jokes about his wife and his kids and everything, the, the, the love, the absolute love and he has for his family and the humbleness that he portrays for through that. It's just, he's just, I just, to me, he's just a very amazing comedian. He's fine tuned that craft to the extent where people, it just there won't be another one of him. I don't know. I just well, I, I just I have huge, a lot of admiration for him. I'm a huge Tom Segura fan. Um, was actually introduced to him when I first uh, started working for that company we were discussing earlier. And uh, some guys I was in training with was like, "Hey, have you watched this guy?" I was like, "No idea who he is." And so we sat down one night and stayed up all night just watching his stuff. So. Uh, Huge fan of his, huge fan of Burt's. Actually, was following Burt's wife, Leanne, first because uh, of some of the stuff she does. But yes, you need to. We've done a lot of promoting, promoting on this episode for people who aren't paying to be promoted. Yeah. So, anyways, um, Cody, you okay? Uh, I was gonna say my favorite, uh, my favorite Bert story has got to be the one where he hosts uh, the period party for his daughter. 
it's such a fun <laughs> it's like i'm choking well, like, the thing it's is, like, such you, a funny we, idea we all have daughters and so like we can appreciate that one no it's fun. you know what's funny is i was talking i was <laughs> i was talking with my sister the other day and for some reason it was i have the oldest the two oldest of the the grandkids right so obviously my kids, my daughters are going through things before theirs will. And my sister was just like, you know, how do you deal with it? How'd you deal with it? I was like, are you, do you not remember me fucking calling you? Like, are you, are you drunk right now? I was like, my daughter, I was working. I was working at the time I had an at home job because I was in between jobs and I found a little remote position, you know, whatever yeah. with Dick Sporting Goods. And my daughter walked out while I'm on the phone with a customer. She's this look of just utter fear in her eyes just like oh now unfortunately my daughter was three days before her 11th birthday so that just sucked in general which to me when i tell people that they're like that's fucking nuts mm-hmm. the other end of that spectrum is when i talked to the doctor about it, i was like this is really early she goes no actually girls around the ages of eight start having periods now what no what that's mm-hmm. not real what school did you go to are no, she like no. That's what I asked her. I said, "What school did you go to that they gave you that information?" And she was like, "No, that's a that's a a real thing that happens all the time." And I was like, "Going to Mumbai University?" I was like, "No, you need to stop whatever evil that you're spewing out to your patients because that's crap. Don't let me hear that." I was like, "My daughter, something's there's an anomaly with her, and it shouldn't be happening at 11." Okay, but on I went into full. As a full-time single father of two daughters, I went into nothing in the military prepared me for that. I thought in my head, I'm like, oh, when she tells me we'll be good, we'll go to the store, we'll be fine. Nope. Nope. Other end of the spectrum. Other end of the spectrum. I went into sheer panic. I was like, (laughs) I logged out of work. I wrote my boss. My daughter just had her period. I'm taking the rest of the day off. Like It was just sheer panic. I was lost. I, I it was horrible. Wow, we've been friends for a long time because I remember that. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's a great Bert story. I don't remember. I those that's one of those like doesn't pop in my head initially. It's my favorite. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. It's, it's crazy. We're gonna have spaghetti and red velvet cake. <laughs> so, gross. so gross it's so and we're inviting one one boy well why it's a period part he doesn't know it's like jesus christ oh now no. the now the other end of the spectrum is because of who i am my daughter one morning this was I want to say it was during COVID still, so the grocery stores were still kind of all fucked up, like quiet. You know what I mean? There wasn't really a lot of people. It was early in the morning, and she was still trying to get used to having her period. So as we're like about to leave for school, because I dropped them off in the morning, they take the bus on the way home. Dad, I don't have any pads left. I'm on my last one. Why the fuck? You're, you're wearing it? Yes. Oh, that sucks. And <clears throat> you're on your period. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, sweet. Let's have a talk. Um, when you get down to 10, you need to let me know. Like, when you're down to 10, I need to know that you're down to 10. But on the other end of the spectrum, like, stop buying one package at a time and buy, like, fucking 90 and just leave them under 
the sink and the bathroom in their right. bathroom. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Things I just didn't know yet because I'm still learning this process. Okay. I don't have a I'm not married, I don't have a girl, I'm not with anybody, so I don't have like a female in the house to help me through this shit. My other daughter, my youngest daughter is laughing because they're two years apart, they're 22 months apart. She's laughing. So now I'm like, okay, now that you did this to me and now I got to go into panic mode so I can get to work on time, which now we got to divert to the grocery store and go get something. We go into the feminine hygiene product aisle and she's going down on one end. I walk all the way down to the other end by like the adult diapers (laughs) and and the super packs. And now I'm going to make a scene. So I grab a huge like bag like the bag was just it was like 140 or whatever it was of like oh, super really? extra absorbent maxi pads and i hold it up and then all of a sudden i see four ladies come into the aisle and one of them has her husband with her and i'm like gianna are these the ones you use uh, daddy doesn't know are these it and i'm holding it up in here bro the sheer just disgust and oh, just shock no. and her face turned cherry red she bolted out of that aisle and just bolted around the corner my other daughter the youngest one i'm not kidding not exaggerating on the floor holding her stomach laughing hysterically <laughs> just just <laughs> literally then she yells out daddy that's the greatest thing i've ever heard <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> she, she. <laughs> so I know which one she needs. So I grab. There's like the smaller package, and there's the bigger package. So I grab two of the bigger packages to prepare for the next event. Okay, and I put, <laughs> I put, go up to the register. Gianna's walking like forty paces behind me. I'm like, come on, Gigi, we gotta go. We gotta get you to school. And she's just got like got her head down with her hand over her eyes, like, I don't know you. My name isn't Gigi. Like, don't that's not my name. My name's Rachel. Like, just leave me alone. I don't know who you are, you big dumb man. We get in the car, and she's my oldest daughter sits in front next to me. And I said, You okay? And she looks at me with the most serious uh, like we're having an adult conversation now. She goes, If you ever do that to me again. I will smother you in your sleep with your pillow. <laughs> oh, man. And I appreciated oh. that whole conversation. The whole Poor conversation Gianna. meant the world to me. I, I just love, love Yeah, it's she's you. I love her to death, but she I needed to get that out. Don't come up to me when you're you literally have your last one, you're using it. Yeah, yeah. But you're also Any, eleven. Anything. You're also eleven. No, they've they learned Real quick, when they run out of any prop, you know, whether it's shampoo, toilet paper, whatever, when they're down to their last two, let daddy know because mm-hmm. daddy's daddy's riding this train alone. So I got to make sure I prepare. But well, yeah, a good episode. no, it's been awesome. We appreciate you guys very much. You know, it's, it's good to get back to this. We're going to be here every week from now on. We're going to have some awesome guests coming up this season it's going to be really really good we're going to talk more about the rich you want to talk about what's going to be going on on your end here <clears throat> we got a bunch of episodes recorded oh for mama symposium. the Sorry, mama yeah. symposium mama symposium yeah. we're finally going to drop that we really are going to drop that uh again it's been delayed because of personal stuff so it's all recorded 
It's all ready to go. It's all in the can. We're going to drop that next week. Uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. And then Cody has a sick baby with her. So that's, hate to see that. <clears throat> yeah, that does suck. So, but yeah, that's, uh, that's coming up. We're going to drop that. That'll be a lot of fun. Uh, go rate and review us on all of your platforms. All your podcasting choice platforms. Yes. Our... yes. And leave us five stars. You can say whatever you want. Just leave us five stars. Here's the thing. Yeah. If you really want us to hear or if you really want us to read what you have to say, you should leave five stars because I'll, I'll be honest with you. I will stem to the five stars first and read those. So even if it's like you guys suck and should – quit doing this forever five stars above it and we'll take it into consideration well jokes on them i like being degraded so it'll be okay it's a weird flex there's there's that (laughs) it's a weird flex but no we appreciate you guys so much thank you for joining us um you know for all the veteran families out there that didn't have their loved ones come home you know, we we appreciate you, and they're always in our thoughts for all the men and women that serve this country that, unfortunately, were not able to make it home like some of us were. That's what Memorial Day is all about. Um, remember that next time, please. I do appreciate the thank yous for serving the country, but it's not about me. It's about the ones that didn't make it back. So next year, remember 3 p.m. It's required by all Americans at 3 p.m. to give a moment of silence for all the fallen brothers and sisters in arms and we will see you guys next time thank you so much don't forget to spay and neuter your pets